I managed to have in between the time, like while we were gonna clap, I I somehow got smudge smudge. My whole glasses is all smudge now. Okay, hundred percent smudge. Do you want to take care it. of that so you can read the show notes or? <laughs> yeah, I'm wiping them yeah. off right now. <sighs> oh my, that's the saddest face I've ever seen. <laughs> I only noticed it right as we. Sorry, there we go. Yeah. That's weird. Um, Sometimes I feel so, like ghosts appear and like get their fingers all on my glasses, you know? Yeah. Because I can't I account for how else they get so dirty because I'm not I getting don't my t- grubby fingers all up over them, you know? Yeah, I don't, who is it? Who's doing this? Yeah. It's not, certainly not me. Innocent. I'm calling, I'm innocent. <laughs> I'm calling for an investigation, a congressional <laughs> investigation. Aaron and Andrew innocent. We need to get the strongest people looking into this. I've been saying this. <laughs> yeah, in a Petersonian sense, I think <laughs> I think it really does mean something about the the psychosis of uh, modern man. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Almost Orwellian. Your glasses will remain clean. Thank you. We do have a special announcement for our listeners, and we. I don't want know what it is, understand. but I'm gonna pretend that I do. So. Well, a special announcement is that you d- you can't be mad at Andrew or myself this week. That's correct. This is... Uh, I mean, that's generally this, true every week, but like in particular, you know. In particular, um, you need to observe the the this important time period for us so you don't get to be mad at us. Um, mm-hmm. If this show is 15 minutes long, that's what you get. <laughs> Yeah, you exactly. You don't get to be upset about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Now more than ever. If this show is you, 30 seconds long, you know? We should do a 30-second show. How awesome would that be? <laughs> I think I think we saw... That, our, when I put the little sound clip up for Mother's Day, that was almost like a 30-second show. So <laughs> just have to use just, the TikTok voice again. <laughs> we just do the show and it's just... E, E, E. speaking of problems uh and shutting down i have a siri problem uh Mm. with my go ahead sir you had a question Uh yes um thank you first time siri or -er. um i i uh every time i blow my nose my watch thinks i'm trying to tell it something and it goes excuse me can you repeat that and and, but the the problem is, every time I try to show somebody, it doesn't happen. And so I'm starting to wonder if my watch is haunted. Like, yeah. let me try and blow my nose and, and generate. Let let's see if it does okay. it right now. All right. Nothing. Nothing. Hmm. But I would be remiss to point out that you did it. I would be remiss to point out that you blowing your nose sounded a lot like the oh, Naira Fawn video. It did. It did do it. It just took a while, oh. and it said one sec. <laughs> no, that's Aaron blowing his nose. That is, every people are always like, is, "Are you an elephant?" Listen, yeah, let me, I got. Let me, just, I gotta, let me just blow my nose here. I got I to really clear it out. Let me do it. <laughs> let me do one more time. I'm blowing my nose. Here I go. <gasps> <laughs> what if what if when you blew your nose you went or like you sneezed you went oh <laughs> 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 
Are let me go- blow my nose. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, I got another one. Here we go. <laughs> it's even got the. <laughs> Oh, people listen to this. Uh, yeah, by choice, apparently. Weird. Mm-hmm. Um, you just wrinkled my brain, man. Let's get into let's get into some some uh, good stuff here. We you've, you've is, collected some interesting. Yeah, takes. we've had for sure, man. This is this is absolutely bud. Um, oh, absolutely. First, we've got this is from nickfriend.eth. So already starting off great. Anyone with a dot eth or eth or however you want to say yeah. it, you know. Um, if a war broke out, I know who I'd want in my foxhole. Bootstrapped startup founders. Few understand this. <laughs> few understand this. <laughs> I think what makes I, it is the few understand this. You know, like, oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't want um particularly I don't want anybody in my foxhole. That's just an individual choice preference. Yeah. I would argue the foxhole is generally meant to only have like a couple of people in it. So, you know, like you and one startup founder, that's all you get. Maybe just myself startup founder. I don't want anyone else in my foxhole looking around in there. Yeah. Making, making comments about the tidiness of my foxhole, uh, commenting on the size of my foxhole. (laughs) This is strange. This is a strange place. Telling me my foxhole stinks. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> so, Must have been a torrent of water. Subtle hints that I'd like to go in for a swim. <laughs> wow. wow. It's right down Parties. to an inch. Wild party weekend. <laughs> wow. There are all you kind understand of things to do here. <laughs> here we go. Um, yeah, no. Look no, thank over you. here, Louie. No, thank you, Nick I'm, Friendeth. I'm coming into your foxhole, and I, I now. Why is it so wet? Don't, don't come into my foxhole. <laughs> what is all this drool about? On- <laughs> <laughs> oh my, that's the saddest face I've ever seen. Uh, oh, no, no. Uh, so now let's be honest. <laughs> uh, let's move on to the next. Uh, absolute. Oh, absolutely this is bug. this is a spectacular one. Uh, this that is from, last one wasn't. <laughs> this is from Richard Hanania. Hanania. Okay. <clears throat> and they say it's so funny when I read academics brackets women write about quote mm-hmm. imposter syndrome unquote I had the exact opposite feeling like I was the only insightful and serious person and everyone else was doing fake stuff seems like the imposter syndrome people should trust their instincts just like yeah no <laughs> I, I just assumed I was super smart wow now, um, as I keep saying <laughs> this this person is the president of the CSPI, the Center for the Study of Partisanship and Ideology. Come on, man. Um, would you would you open Twitter for me, please, Aaron? Twitter.com to go to this gentleman's Yeah, well, what I want you to do is I want you to look up the account CSPI Center Org. CS CSPI Center Org. Mm-hmm. Which is a lovely name. It rolls off the tongue. Seven people following, so already great. Go to. Oh no! CSPI I'm sorry. They follow Central seven people, or... but they have they have they have forty five hundred 
Yeah, yeah. Um, could you Center describe for... their uh, avatar, their profile picture? <laughs> it's uh, it's just. I think this is Ariel Rounds. I no, think. that's that's Calibri. The default oh, it's word Calibri. font. Okay, Calibri, <laughs> and it's just the letters, and it just says CSPI in green letters on a white background. Uh, in the not, center of the square, almost off center, <laughs> like slightly off centered above center. This is this is this guy went, oh, I need a uh, profile picture, opened up Word, typed CSPI, <laughs> thought, well, I don't want it to be black and white, changed the text to green and then like, you know, did a screen capture and captured it off center and then was like, you know what? This this is perfect. They do have a sub stack that appears um, to be all that they have. <laughs> and uh the, right now the the latest uh, from may 18th the future of tech with iron wolf which that's a made-up name that person's not real right uh founder of yahoo games um fantastic yeah, the, this this guy's um whole twitter feed is basically doing um like technology worker uh misogyny so Ooh. that's great we love that um, yeah, and also yeah, just you know beautiful. other generally bad takes this is big libertarian brain you know so yeah this uh anyway it's it's just like uh i had the opposite how, of imposter syndrome where uh, i i i, I, I seem like the only serious idiot. person that's uh that's that's pretty incredible mm -hmm. just uh the Dunning-Kruger effect is uh, alive and well. It sure is. Um, this one is uh, a TikTok, um, which has oh. been posted to Twitter, which is, you know, that we call that cross-sharing. cross, cross sharing. This is, um, oh, here we go. So, This is incredible. Now, what he didn't explain is, um, you know, it's a $1.4 million house, but he only has to pay 700 grand for it because of crypto. I don't understand <laughs> how that uh, makes sense. Because he's, well, but you just, what you got to do is you just do it in crypto and then, then it's that Sure. Much. Yeah. What you do is you yeah. take, you take several hundred thousand dollars and you put mm -hmm. it into the anchor protocol. Right. Um, which I guess has a yeah. almost 20% APY or did at the time of recording. I'm pretty sure it doesn't anymore. Um, <laughs> big whoopsie. Um, I had to go check into this guy's um, TikTok profile and he is all of 18 years old. So, um, folks, please do not take financial advice from TikTokers <laughs> because uh, they aren't even paying car insurance yet. It's, it's especially fascinating to see this kind of flim flam man on TikTok, like 
It's the whole fast talking, give, throwing a bunch of numbers at you to confuse you and make you think, well, this guy knows all these numbers. He must be smart. I should probably listen to him. Like, I, obviously, I'm stupid because I can't do math because he's throwing all these numbers and it doesn't make sense. Right. So I'll just listen to him. It's like that kind of scam that you see like old timey sort of <laughs> con men doing. And mm-hmm. it's come back. And and I'm for one, I'm glad that TikTok is, you know, empowering the, this art form yeah. unfortunately or fortunately <laughs> mm-hmm. that's Next we amazing. have uh returning champion conceptual james you you remember conceptual james oh conceptual james jimmy yes. concepts yeah and he said a lot of universities go woke and he's capitalized woke throughout in this tweet i want to point okay that. a lot of universities go woke in significant part because the football conference are woke and forcing them to adopt and implement woke Marxism if they want to stay in the conferences. That's how evil this stuff is. Um, so yeah, all the <laughs> football conferences, all the football conferences are requiring them to do woke Marxism. <laughs> um, I'll just let you have a think about whether you believe that the SEC is full of woke Marxists or not. Um, that that should tell you everything you need to know. This is this is the uh, you know the sport where they famously do not pay their uh, you know their <laughs> players. So remind me which is the sport where it's the usually the white guy ordering around all of the black people who use their bodies to protect him that from would, consequences so he can throw the ball. Yeah, that would be which the sport is that would be that, the, oh, that would be the wow. put, that would be the college okay. football. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, the football. Okay, yeah. Well, that's pretty woke. (laughs) Then he he does the thing, does the thing, this is just common now, which is where you make a dumb tweet and everyone says, you're an idiot. And then you say, in his case, isn't it interesting how mad this tweet made the woke trolls and bots? It's like, wow. (laughs) You know, it's just confirmation (laughs) bias. It's like people telling me that I'm wrong means that I'm right. He's just trying to tell you this, this stuff that no one wants to hear. You know, if you understand this. Yeah. (laughs) If you understand. (laughs) It's, uh, it's true and true every day. In fact, I'm understanding less and less as the days go on, to be quite honest. Uh, To me, understanding is preposterous. (laughs) It is, uh, understanding to me is a vile act. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in the Los Angeles Times, they're reporting a really fun story for me to read. Goodbye, L.A. and San Francisco. Hello, Riverside and Central Valley. California moves east. This I'm is sure about, that this is great for you, and you love this. This is, this is about uh, everyone. You look at this population map of California that they've got in this article, and this is basically all you need to know, that uh, it's a change in population. Everyone is moving east into the Central Valley or into my county, which is San Bernardino County or the county below me, which is Riverside, um, which encompasses the Inland Empire and California High Desert. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a very, very funny article. I won't do the thing where we read the whole article, but uh, it's funny to have people from L.A. who move to up. They move up into the mountains like Lake Arrowhead or Big Bear because there's a bunch of cheap properties there because um, we keep lighting it on fire, uh, the mountains in California. So 
It's mm-hmm. pretty cheap to, well, to buy I think property. It's not fair to say we when you really mean well, like the two electric utilities. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I meant as a state. Um, right. Yeah. Th- the, but these, 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 uh, you know, wealthy people from LA who are getting choked out or don't, don't want to live there anymore because it's too hustle and bustle or whatever, or they've seen too many people that look different. You know, they, they want to move to the mountains and they uh, they have funny things like where the electricity goes out as it's known to do up in the mountains when there's a huge storm or something. Um, and they lost this this one person, Amy Newper, lost heat in their cabin for about 12 days and lost power for about six. Our olive oil was frozen. It was about 30 degrees in here. That was the moment I was like, why am I paying money to live in a climate that's trying to kill me? She said, laughing. <laughs> <laughs> it is oh, trying dear. to kill you yeah it wants you to go away and i agree with it right okay yeah go go away go, go like, away go, uh, yeah it's just so funny all of these people are like oh turns out i should have a generator oh i never thought about cutting firewood mm. oh i never like all of these things that it's like what have i got I, myself into <laughs> you guys are not built for this and and like the way that they can frame it into this a is story, fresh mountain stream it's like, water to this day. It's like their <laughs> narrative my house of, what, how, of what they overcame. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. These people are just the worst. I'm having to run into them more and more, and I don't like it. So, if you all could kindly go back east, or go go farther east, or go west yeah, again, either, right? I'd yeah. Appreciate it. <laughs> Sort of go generally in a direction away from because where I'm from, <laughs> where I'm from, we do things a little bit different. And an yeah. example of that is our next item. H- Andrew, have you heard of Mountain Dew potatoes? Uh no, no, I have not. <laughs> well, nope. Let me tell you about. Let me tell you about sparkling taters, aka Mountain Mountain Dew tomatoes. Now, now this Steam comes hams. courtesy of Kent Rollins, who is uh, I, I love to follow Kent Rollins on on YouTube because he's um, he's an Oki, so he reminds me of my family and people I missed uh, miss out from out there. And he he does like chuck wagon cooking for like people who love who like cosplay as uh ranchers or as uh cowboys or whatever i don't know yeah the same folks who move out to 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 where you are you know <laughs> in homestead maybe yeah but he's he, you know he's legit he's he's a he's okay he's I'm, he's cooking I'm out in his, up some... his chuck wagon you know he says things like Ooh-wee! i'm you rustling know? up some taters <laughs> yeah <for> supper <laughs> Now, and he says like things like, I'm cooking these taters, I is, you know, Gosh. that's tremendous. <laughs> um, but uh, he has just he published a recipe and I literally had to check to make sure this wasn't published like April 1st because right. it's that just you read, you read the books, you read the manuals, you've, you've <laughs> yeah. investigated it thoroughly. <laughs> I did. And uh, at the end of it, I think. Uh, I just looked at it and I said, "Sparkling I'm taters sick of it. remake." I'm sick of it. It's <laughs> Mountain it's, Dew potatoes. It's fried Howdy, potatoes. Y'all, and thanks for stopping bacon. by the website. So, so you fry some some you slice some potatoes and you fry them in bacon 
onions and jalapenos, right? This sounds mm-hmm. this this is good. Okay. Then you throw the potatoes in and you throw in Mountain Dew and you cook all of to, this. I need in to Mountain read Dew. the the copy of this article in my hillbilly voice because it's great. If you've yeah, been around a it. long time, eight years or so, or if you bought my first cookbook, Taste of Cowboy, um, <clears throat> you might remember my sparkling taters. We've revamped the recipe a little bit and added a little more flavor, and Hillbilly Taters is the next edition of this popular meal. I've added some jalapeno and garlic, switched from lemon-lime soda pop to Mountain Dew, and it is delicious. Keep with me, and I'll break it down for you. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah, so if you guys want to just repeatedly scream this is, at your device, how, 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 why, how? Watch this here's video the- <laughs> of Kent Rollins making sparkling taters. Well, here's the thing. We're headed for an economic depression, right? Or, or a recession, <laughs> at least. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that, you know, the last Great Depression, there was a lot of Depression-era foods, you know, that you would make with what you had on hand. And I think this is a right. new Depression-era food where what you have on hand is, you know, a two liter of Mountain Dew <laughs> and a sack of potatoes. You know, and some shredded Parmesan cheese. So you're what just a like, dark well, world we're headed toward <laughs> <laughs> that really is. He, what if what if Cowboy Kent Rollins is just way ahead of us? He he sees the future. He knows what's going to happen. I think we may have to respect this because I think this may dovetail with soup mode. <laughs> I'm going soup mode. <laughs> This yeah, is well, this is like soup. This is like ultra soup mode. You know, if you want the recipe, you can get you can get faith, family, and the feast. Kent and Shannon go. Rollins. Yep. <laughs> He's now got a coffee got a... shop as well here. Cowboy Kent Rollins Cowboy Coffee Camp oh, Style yeah. Brewed Coffee. What does that mean? Camp Style Brewed. Does it mean it's made in like the worst percolator known to man? <laughs> camp Camp <laughs> Coffee is where the coffee is brewed in a pot. Like you grind the coffee and you you basically drink the coffee grounds, like yeah okay it's uh hmm. yeah I, I wonder I, think I wonder so. what James Hoffman would think about that method or the other the other pretentious coffee YouTubers. <laughs> oh yeah, no he he I loses. Want, mind. I want those words to collide worlds to collide a little bit. I want you know <laughs> yeah I, I want them. I to, want Tom to meet Scott to like hang out with Kent Rollins. <laughs> I think I think it would be pretty cool, and and they have to go to Kent Rollins. Right, they gotta go out into the middle of nowhere in Can Oklahoma. Can we get Guy Fieri to visit Kent Rollins? Because that oh, would be that yeah. would be a powerful energy. Can I in just fact, I just want to say I though, think that would be a good presidency. I want them to be pres- <laughs> Guy Fieri and Kent Rollins. One thing I want to say about it. Guy Fieri, you know his his program is popular and it's a, enjoyable. The 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 triple D program. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the problem I believe with it is that like in the, one of the restaurants that he visited was uh blue ash chili, which is a, a chili restaurant in Cincinnati. Um, mm-hmm. they have better chili than skyline chili. Um, mm-hmm. but what happened is because he, he visited there, they added some items to their menu and oh, one of them made it in, worse. Yeah, you know, uh, Cincinnati Chili, you have the three-way, the four-way, the five-way with the, the chili with onions and beans and whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. They added uh, Guy's Way, which is a bowl of chili, onions, and crackers. That's not a way. I'm sorry. That's not... 
That's not a that's Just not a canonical chili way. Onions and crackers. Yeah. And then they also added a six way, which is where you either get sliced jalapeno or fried bottle cap peppers. Um but I think, the heck are I think bottle cap peppers. I don't know. There's also chili lasagna. Like this is the thing is like they're compelled to like make weird custom things, items for their menu that don't make sense with the rest of the <laughs> menu. Yeah, I don't like that effect. I don't like the celebrity visitor effect of we're gonna we're gonna wild out on the menu. I I think he did he had that effect at El Indio too. There was some something off menu thing that he highlighted and everyone got all into it and now everyone eats it there and it's like this is there's so much better food here you can be eating than this why 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 okay i am i am on the blue ash chili menu and they do have an item called the no freaking way um and i just have to describe this to you we start with two and a half pounds of our steaming spaghetti Add two and a half pounds of our award-winning premium chili, then crown the dish with two pounds of shredded cheddar cheese and one pound of jalapeno caps. Jeez. That's eight <laughs> pounds of classic Cincinnati-style goodness. <laughs> Clean your paint in 60 minutes and your meal is free. You'll receive a t-shirt and we'll add your picture to our Facebook Hall of Fame. Fail to finish within 60 minutes, you'll be added to our wall of shame and owe us 50 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's something I could have accomplished back when I was playing football. Because right. I, I remember they would, they would do like a spaghetti dinner a lot of time before the games, and I would eat hella spaghetti, man. Some When you're working out that I much had, and you're burning that many calories. Yeah, I had friends in the marching band in college, and, and you know, they would practice like basically every day. So they were always, yeah. you know, exercise. And they would go to the, the Quaker Steak uh, Wings place. And they had uh -huh. like all you can eat wings and they would just devour, uh, frankly, distressing amounts of wings in <laughs> yeah. a kingly manner. It must be said, but still like well, an amount of wings that should not, you know, that's that's where you pile the bones in an orderly in an orderly way, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> many, many such cases. <laughs> Dang it. I was just about to say that. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Mountain Dew potatoes. I just thought it. of a plan. I just thought, I don't know of something. I thought of the four D's okay. and I want to run this by you. Okay. The first D is sunny D. <laughs> 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 okay. No, it's, the, it's the, it's sorry. It's the six D's. I don't know how to count. Mm. Okay. The, the second, the second and third D is a, uh, is a uh, double D's. We don't need to get into that. And then the the rest, the rest is a triple D for diners, drive-ins, and dives. Diners, drive-ins, dives, double Ds, and some sunny D. That's the perfect I feel day. Like, I feel like the sunny D is just like a sort of native <laughs> advertising. Like like you see Guy Fieri in his car, but he's got a little bottle of sunny D that he's drinking yeah. as he's driving along. Yeah. Uh -huh. Just like, man, do I love this stuff that's technically not orange juice. <laughs> I love this juice juice drink product. <laughs> it is my it is my favorite. I I love this orange drink beverage. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Well oh wait, that's the segment. Sorry, I just saw that a friend of mine told me to eat dicks via text oh. message. Thank you. Well you you've, <laughs> Thank you've you fair I need you to take that back because you skipped ahead. We have one item left in this segment. Oh, no. I think I'm so emotionally scarred from it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Lay it on me.
All right, this is uh, this is um, uh, George W. Bush making a little whoopsie doopsie. Whoops. <laughs> I feel like moments like that tell you that they 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 know, you know. Yeah. They know deep down inside. Yeah, it's all kayfabe. It's all Also it's I'd all hate wrestling. I'd hate to live in a country without checks and balances. What would that even That's... be like? <laughs> I don't even know. What the I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I anyway. just I, I think I think about it and I just say they all awaken the people. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's just incredible that he he knows he knows it's all bullshit. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yet he continues to participate in it and and I became worse. Move it forward. That's what's hard for me to grasp. Like we how do a can, little trolling is how can someone be that evil? You know what uh, I mean? Like, see, that's the how- thing. Someone, I think it was Liz who was remarking upon this that, like, um, you know, uh, uh, like Biden's press secretary is, you know, sort of, uh, um, you know, evil and bad. But the thing that made Trump's press secretaries enjoyable was that they were like cartoonishly evil. Yeah, like evil in a ridiculous way. Yeah, but but you know, and that but George W. Bush is not in that case. They weren't they weren't necessarily cartoonishly evil, you know. I don't know. Donald Rumsfeld yeah. is is not cartoonishly anything. I'm afraid it's uh, not. It's not. It's like the jokes on us. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's why I don't like Obama. it. I don't know. Yeah, it's very bad. Okay, now we can do our transition that I that I skipped so early to. Mm-hmm. Um. Now this, we love uh, this kind of content. Yeah, this is one of these articles. It's usually on like CNBC or you know Business Insider, and it's mm-hmm. like it's like you know I'm uh, uh, 13 years old and I make nine billion dollars a year, and here's how. Um, okay. So this is I made two hundred forty five thousand dollars in a month. This 29 year old got rejected from 15 medical schools. Now he runs a one and a half million dollar business. Um, what do you Good think before we get into it? What do we, what do you think his business is? His, his business looking at this fellow, he's behind a computer. It's two computers. Yeah. So I would say his business involves tricking old people out of money somehow. Close. Yeah. Is it, is it, is it, um, is it like sort of a, this is like insurance kind of a thing? No. So Is it, is what, it crypto? Um, There's maybe some aspect of that, but basically what this guy did is uh, okay. he graduated in 2014, um, mm. basically spent the next six, seven years failing, um, mm. and then made a business giving people financial advice based on. 
So oh, and now, okay. And now that makes so he's like a financial advisor, him, I guess. basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. He gets most of his money from affiliate marketing and brand sponsorships and YouTube ads. And for okay. that, you get financial advice. I don't know how that's supposed to be applicable to you, but apparently it is. So, why would I trust this person? Why would anybody trust this person? Uh, it's a great because question. Because they're on YouTube? Because he, um, yeah, he, he's on YouTube and um, he was rejected from 15 medical schools. So, you know, um, failure is the greatest teacher of all, I guess. <clears throat> he's wearing a hoodie. This is, um, to me, to me, this is um, just completely outrageous. Mm-hmm. He's wearing a hoodie that says mindset, uh-huh. but mind and set are two different words. Right. Yeah. So he has um, multiple income streams. This is he's just one of these like passive income guys. And I just want to yeah. note that passive income doesn't exist. Like it might be passive for you. But it's somewhere someone's doing right. something in your no passive income basically. is just theft is all yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. You're just stealing money. Today from I have over six hundred and fifty thousand YouTube followers. So far this year I've made about one hundred and ninety seven thousand seven hundred dollars per month via five income streams, several of which create passive income. What I love about the business I've built is that I can choose when and where to work. Some days I'll work zero hours, and other days I'll put in twelve hours. On average, I love I work how they talk about this stuff like week. Like people at home are like, oh, that's maybe I should do I that. Yeah. Like it's just, thing a, is like, it's just like an idea. It's not that there's actual constraints in this world. It's like, oh, I never thought of maybe I should try that. Yeah. It's like, I don't know how someone is supposed to read this and then like build a business based off of this exact model. Cause like <laughs> it seems very experience based and also just luck based as well. So yeah. yeah. Um, you know, but yeah, this is the kind of guy that, you know, like every link on his page is an affiliate link. Um, and then, you know, you get brand sponsorships from like, uh, you know, uh, weird VPN companies, uh, YouTube ads, of course, um, online it's, course sales. It's, that's another, that's another good one. You sell a it's course. It's another, it's another interesting, uh, uh, spot in the line of like, how everything works now is that the people who assume they're the customer are actually not. They're the product. Right. And, mm-hmm. and they're being sold to, to bigger fish. Exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then he, so many things happen now. He also does coaching. I meet with clients one-on-one to consult on how to make their businesses more successful. What kind <laughs> of Rube is paying this guy for business advice? Man, he charges $500 should... an hour. Andrew, let's start a business advice podcast. I'm also and working then, on a company called Side Hustle Mastery and its complimentary newsletter called Hustle Club. <laughs> start a side hustle today. Hustle Club. Yeah. I, I, I'm a member uh, and the CEO of Hustle Club. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I hate Chairman the idea of Hustle CEO. Club. Yeah. That makes me so mad. Why am I clicking the link for Hustle Club? I don't know. <gasps> the, the website is down. It is down. Yeah. Hustleclub.co <laughs> does not go anywhere. We took it down. Yeah. Get access now. Let me let me see how much it costs to join. Ooh. Side Hustle Mastery. Um, a basic membership is $1,000. Enrollment is currently open to new students until Sunday, April 3rd, 2022 at midnight. 
um, not doing a very good job of this. Because then when you what... when you click through, like you're clearly allowed to enroll, but it also um, has it says get in before we increase the price. Six days, twenty three hours, fifty nine minutes, thirty five seconds, which is I'm sure just a bit of JavaScript that refreshes every time. In fact, if I if I click and then click back, oh no, it does remember. Okay, well, still, <laughs> this is just like um, all of the all of the crappy UI dark patterns you get to make someone feel like they've got to, you know, join right now or whatever. Yeah, it the 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 funny thing is like to me this is just evidence of how um really if you are a um a medium attractive uh medium build like nothing really about you stands out person with like no conscience you can basically accomplish anything mm-hmm. if you have no conscience you're right. just willing to just rip everyone off around you and you skate by on just being like, oh, it looks like a normal person, I guess. Like, because <laughs> mm-hmm. if you go to if you click, have you clicked through to his Instagram? I haven't. I'm about to. Yeah. Charlie Chang's Instagram is just like very influencer Instagram pictures of just first of all, it's funny to think that he had a photographer for, with him. For all mm. these moments, you know, like it's not just him enjoying mm. life in his Lamborghini or whatever. It's all like posed professional photography looking. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just it's just basically that's what you can do. Like so. Oh, he's got a morning routine advice. video. I love those because it's usually like I get up at 3 a.m. And, you know, <laughs> immediately. Yeah, it's like, uh-huh. Sure. Real people who get up at 4.30 a.m. look like me. Right, exactly. <laughs> I'm yeah. the face of people who wake up mm-hmm. that early. It's frustrating too <laughs> Not because the rock. It's frustrating too because <laughs> I'm pretty sure that this uh, CNBC article is, um, if it's not like sponsored content that he paid for, it is still effectively an advertisement for his, you know. Yeah, it's like stuff. none of it is talking about his accomplishments or what he's done. It's like, yeah, it's more like, like the, wow, the, this guy's neat, isn't he? The things that are linked are um, his YouTube, his Instagram, his TikTok, one of his videos that went viral, um, his online course, a partner that was his first sponsorship deal, um, other partnership deals that he has, um, an agency that he works with, um, his courses, and his, uh, his startup-wise side hustle mastery and hustle club. So yeah, if I never hear the word Congrats. hustle again, it would. Charlie it Chang is a content creator and serial entrepreneur. I don't think you can be a serial entrepreneur after doing like three things. I don't know that that's enough. Also, serial entrepreneur. When I hear that, I just hear like, oh, you just failed. Because like the goal right, of entrepreneur yeah. is to do it and then you're done. You you are an entrepreneur. I also think you of like it. you know like cornflakes. Like oh, I came. I'm the <laughs> listen. <laughs> I'm a serial entrepreneur. I'm the guy who invented Cocoa Puffs. No one else was smart enough to come Honestly, up with Cocoa Puffs. Honestly, more value to society than this schmuck. That's true. That's for sure. <laughs> Certainly more happiness yeah. created. I just had some honey bunches of oats last night, and it cured my depression. Mm. Like, I haven't had cereal in a long time. I tend not to eat cereal right. just because I'm not a huge sweet food guy, and, you know, just it's too much carbs usually. Not my right. thing. Makes me feel a bit too, like, bleh. 
but man, it 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 hit. I've got something <laughs> for you. I've got here's here's my million dollar idea: honey bunches of rye. <laughs> okay, a different grain. Yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what about honey bunches of rice? Rice is so good. Uh huh. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. <laughs> People are saying it more and more. I That's literally true, have yeah. a bowl of rice right here next to me that I haven't right. finished. Hmm. Yeah. We well, better finish it anyway. Oh, I'm going to finish it after this. Uh, speaking speaking of, sorry, I don't know how to segues. transition into this. Uh, this <laughs> last item is segues. slightly depressing and frustrating, so I apologize in advance. Um, this is in Mother Jones. They did a whole um uh issue, I believe, entitled "How Private Equity Looted America," um, which you know mm-hmm. I'm already I'm already into that. Um, they've got a lot of articles, but this one is about how. Two behemoths dominate the motorized wheelchair industry. Um, so, yeah, there used to be time was you had like mom and pop stores that would do your wheelchair for you and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, those have all either been bought up or put out of business by two motorized wheelchair companies. Um, it's a $56 billion durable medical equipment market. Um, so that's great. Um uh, to to understand the article says to understand the sudden transformation in the market, um, mm-hmm. experts and advocates point to a decade-old decision by Medicare to abandon set prices in favor of one set by competitive bidding. By one estimate, the move reduced the federal government's cost by thirty-five percent, but at the same time, locally owned wheelchair shops quickly began to disappear as large corporations offered rock-bottom bids to Medicare and private insurers. And wouldn't you know, um, these rock-bottom <laughs> bids. They actually are basically selling crap wheelchairs that uh, break and then they don't have parts to repair them. So that's great. Um, that sucks. <laughs> there's a, yeah, there's a story of a gentleman here. Got a first motorized wheelchair from a local supplier in Denver called USA Mobility, a mom and pop shop that spent hours measuring his body and giving him a chair that fit like a glove. When it came time to order a replacement a few years later, that shop was gone. The New Motion field technician, New Motion is one of the two big companies, who measured mm-hmm. him for his new chair got his measurements wrong. I'd try to use it, but after 20 minutes, I would be in spasms. Um, another guy supplier also disappeared, acquired by a larger vendor that was later folded into new motion. Since then, the couple has struggled with endless weights and bureaucracy to keep his chair working. They come out to repair a tire and they have no tire. They come out with the right part and the wrong tool or the wrong tool and the wrong part. Um, such experiences are symptoms of an old private equity standby cutting overhead. Um, so that's the other thing is that these two companies basically have been acquired by private equity. Um, in this case, one of the field service technicians says that from 2016 to 2019, he was responsible for about 1,500 to 2,000 customers in the downtown Denver area, which meant up to 10 appointments a day. Jeez, yeah, um, that's just not even possible. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, in written responses, New Motion CEO Mike Swinford and a senior executive of NSM both acknowledge that delays of months or more can occur, but said they are not the norm. Both pointed to arcane insurance requirements that add weeks to repair and service orders, as well as staff and supply chain shortages linked to COVID-19. So, that's fine. We'll just blame it on, you know, other things outside of our control. Um, <laughs> the anyway. This is interesting. Ju- Julie Ra- Raskin, the executive director of Colorado Cross Disability Coalition, said that while the healthcare system plays a part, the long waits for repairs are a feature, not a bug. Of a national CRT suppliers, 
They have a business model of wait until something dies, then they go out. Um, yeah. Which if you if you, you understand don't sort of do this regular for, maintenance. <laughs> you think about this, and and for a person who uses a wheelchair, um, that completely upends their life. It just completely disrupts everything. Like being disabled and using a wheelchair is disruptive. You know, can be disruptive enough. Mm-hmm. But like. It, yeah <laughs> not having that kind of service is really disruptive when you rely on it for just you know being able to do everything right you know the, the story is told through the lens of douglas howie who was paralyzed in 2012 um got a thirty-five thousand dollar wheelchair um put four thousand miles on it then in early august a bearing seized, stranding him in bed until he could get a technician to service the chair he called New Motion the manufacturer responsible for parts, but they didn't replace the part until October 26th, more than 80 days after he first called. <sighs> so he was uh, basically, basically immobilized. Days in bed. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's great, dude. You want and, and like, not to get too intense, but like, if you think about it, like stuff like going to the bathroom, uh-huh. like. Yeah, <laughs> which things which, we take for which granted. People people take for granted. You know what I mean? If you if you aren't immobilized that way, like it, it it's such a huge deal. Uh, so yeah, the um, good thing good thing we have capitalism and we don't have these problems of like supply chain issues and well um, yeah I mean you have to think that and, it would and be poor worse. service and poor quality like they have in other places. You know, imagine uh, if we were under we communism and, and there was only, um, you know, one supplier instead of two. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> this kind of stuff just cracks me up. And it's just I love pointing it out. Here like in to, America, you have a free market. You can choice between two different brands for your wheelchair. There's there's, there's two things I'm constantly saying to people that make them roll their eyes. But I, I know it's working like. I say these to like conservative people whenever they complain about like the weather. I always just go, well, good thing climate change is fake, huh? Otherwise, we, oh, you know, <laughs> and they Otherwise, hate we'd it be, so much. We'd be in real trouble. Wouldn't we? <laughs> and then like the AC, we had our AC was out, you know, as we talked about on the last episode and mm-hmm. the repairman came and he was saying like, I've just been so busy the past few years that our season usually would like start up in September and wind out or, you know, go to this time period. And he's like, it's just like, we, we have like almost no break now. It's just constant just to, you know, that the heat is really coming down. It's like, yep. Good thing. Climate change is fake. Yeah. <laughs> Cause you know, him being from here, he's probably right. Doesn't believe in it. Mm-hmm. So like, but then the other thing is like, also like the same thing of saying like, well, good thing. Good thing it's not like we're not communist, you know, and because all the things that people say about why you can't have communism or socialism, all of those problems we have already. I think of like the (laughs) toilet paper USA folks who like went to Cuba and took a picture in like a grocery store where there's like stocked. It's fully stocked, but there's only like one brand, you know, of whatever it was, cooking oil or whatever. And it's like, oh, boy, I'd hate to not be able to choose between several completely fungible and indistinguishable brands of <laughs> cooking oil. You know, it's like, I don't know. These are people who complain yeah. about communism or whatever. And then they go shop at Aldi, which is a single brand store, you know, <laughs> apart from like the occasional Aldi finds, but it's like, you're, you're not that bothered by it. You're just, 
you know, too dumb to realize. Yeah, yeah. You just haven't quite put it together, have you? Let me just, yeah. let me try and help you out. That's my what I feel like it's, you know, My proposed compromise, if we can't have Medicare for all, is that we put the folks who run Aldi in charge of the medical system and let them sort it out. <laughs> just, you know. Yeah, like, <laughs> it really is. It's, it's, it's such a huge problem. I don't know, like, having friends who are disabled and who use wheelchairs, like, it's something it's something that like i don't know it, it, i think we could all do a lot better to like consider the needs of well of we all might people be who are disabled someday, like you know and we all yeah i mean it, it just like the things that aren't accessible and i don't know it, it it's just crazy that like it's always the people who deserve least to suffer <laughs> who mm. already are going through a hard time that our society puts the burden on you know, it's like shifting cost upon the people who need wheelchairs. Oh, cool. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Th that's where we want to be cutting corners. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's just like, I don't know, man. I love my, I love my low bid, lowest bid wheelchair. It's great. <laughs> the, the, the front wheels wiggle around like a shopping cart. <laughs> that's really what you want. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, that's an episode. That that is an episode, yeah. That is, and the whole episode, we did it. Yeah, that should tide I, you all over for at least a week, I would think. Yeah, shut up. You know what? <laughs> this is what I want to tell our listeners. You will regret shut this. Up. <laughs> shut up. You try to if you try to make a comment about our show, you're gonna regret it. Okay, I will make you pay. Don't you dare! Shut up. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> and we say bye bye. I have no idea what I'm doing I was not prepared for this I'm trying and I'm learning Thank you for your patience There's so many mistakes I have already made But I'm working to be better day by day And I think I'm gonna make it But for now I'll say I have no idea what I'm doing I have no idea what I'm doing